0: The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show.
1: Fight!
2: We are back for another episode of the Sloanist Podcast. This is Kalu. This is Chris. Mark Twain. And uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Uh, last week was a very political week for the state of Kentucky. Lots of, uh, lots of change that may be coming down the line. Um, there is obviously new leadership uh, that will be uh, coming up. Kentucky uh, elected a new governor. And uh, so it's going to be – and this governor also is a Democrat where uh, for the past few years, Kentucky has been Republican. Uh, and,
0: and that don't – and it, to to the Republicans who may or may not be listening, like to call Matt Biven a, a Republican – is almost a disservice to a an he's, he's actual a informed Republican. Republican. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, he's a, he's a motherfucking uh, lapdog for corporate yeah. interests. Yeah, and I mean he's he helped I, I, pillage the state. Yeah, so yeah. Bevin's out, and he yeah he's out. He disparaged our fucking teachers. Yeah,
2: he is a uh, what many people would call a shit dick. That's what yeah. I call him.
0: I don't care if I agree so. with like ninety nine percent of your policy. Yeah. If you feel that it's okay to publicly shit on teachers in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. Mm
2: -mm. Yeah. And the same, the same, in my opinion applies to Trump. I don't think he's a Republican. I think he gives Republicans a bad name because there are good Republicans out there.
0: He's a predatory capitalist, which is like its own satellite category.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. (laughs) He goes, yep. Yeah. uh, So, and and not to keep going further, but there's a certain point and we've talked about it before, but there's a certain point in one's opulence where, it doesn't matter what political party you you're in. I mean, you're mm-hmm. a you're always going to survive no matter who's in power, mm-hmm. and B you can be whatever party you want when you hit
3: that level of opulence. Like it transcends just, everything, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It- I've been obsessed with those infographics lately. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out how how it's done. Yeah, and YouTube is so amazing now. It is. It's. It's. it's I'm expecting less than twenty years, some sort of un unexpected revolution in education due to how rich and concise yeah. people are on YouTube that yes. just are good it at is, it. It is. There's yes. some beautiful shit everything. on there, man. It's like meta learning. Like, yeah. I'm about to buy for us, like, a, a best podcast kit. Yeah. It's like 400 bucks. Yeah. And it's the dopest stuff. Like, you know, don't get this. Don't buy those yeah. arms because they're overpriced. Buy these other arms. Yeah. And then just put this screw on it. You've got... It's it. tons of that. YouTube is full of that. Yep. Uh, to that point, one thing I was watching recently was um, how rich people stay rich and Mm -hmm. why it makes a difference and um to the point of opulence affecting how you uh what your political perspective Mm -hmm. is at a certain point uh that that little infographic did a good job explaining that really so i think that's very true what what you said and um i understand i feel more than ever recently that that's very true due to what i learned from that little clip it wasn't Like conspiracy theory stuff, but just some things you just yep. don't think about. Stuff. How once you have enough money that your money is making money your for money. you, yeah, you've got it. So something's yeah. got. To, it's like, oh, that makes sense. In order for a person who's not wealthy, they have to spend the thing that's invaluable to us all—that's time. Yep. And then the second most invaluable things is our body you have to feel physical energy your health and yeah those two things that a person after a certain level of wealth doesn't have to do because the, the very money will make money for them yep the typical like cliche i don't know if it's accurate Is a million dollars will gain 50 grand worth of interest just by sitting in the bank that's the typical mm-hmm. you know it's not of course that fluctuates but if you think about that it only takes a a few million mm-hmm. and then you are good to go you're good to go Agreed. If I if I had a if I had maybe eighty k after taxes pure dollars I would live like a absolute king oh hell yeah, yeah. you know yeah. after taxes well, just to, and so it only, it only takes a couple million that you, if you could make it stay still yeah. well
0: and and I think um a, a misstep that a lot mm-hmm. of people that want to advocate for like social progress make is demonizing people for being a part of that exclusive ass class yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you were born and bred into it, that doesn't mean that you are inherently genetically predisposed to being some greedy, hoarding-ass individual. Think about how big of an isolating factor that Mm -hmm. amount of money is on you as a human being. Yeah. So, you break a very good point. Yeah. So, your psychological development, your worldview, everything it's is, yeah, is yeah. centered around that. You, yep. you lightweight can't fucking help but be that thing. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? It's not like mm-hmm. everybody. I, I mean, and again, I know there, there's converging interests and people do have meetings to decide big issues around the sure, globe sure. Yeah. but a lot of these casts that's got all this money like these princes in dubai and shit yeah. yeah they partying and driving ferraris
2: yeah, and having man. tigers and shit you yeah. know like yeah. they, that reminds me someone i can't remember who it's a mutual friend of ours i think posted on facebook that said like the top one percent have more money than the upper class and the upper middle class combined, mm-hmm. and like there was a bunch of like sad reactions and shit like or angry reactions. I think and stuff I got a like
0: figure for you off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, the top twenty six richest people on the planet have more money than three point eight billion people on the planet. Okay,
2: my question is, what do you want them to do about it? We keep paying them. Like, what do you want them to do about it? Well,
0: the thing is, like, if you look at it. this is all
2: before we go into the actual subject for the podcast episode. uh,
0: Something that we can't gloss over, and it's something that that people don't understand uh, enough about, is that as individuals, having that much wealth is grotesque. There's really no benefit to it. Unless that money is in action, Mm -hmm. if it's put into action to to foster human development, growth, things like that, instead of this like global Game of Thrones, like I hold this much capital and sway bullshit that may or may not be going on to some degree.
2: I think that's probably uh, going on with the people who don't have that much money. I think the dudes that... Are the and the women, you know what I'm saying. If you're listen, if you took the fact that I said the dudes as in like only men, go fuck off because I'm mean being like everyone. So oh, if the dudes loo, that have
0: you fucking massage. I know.
2: If the dudes that have all this money, if you really think that all they're doing is sitting there letting it pile up, you're missing the mark. That pile up part is the result of their money actually working for them in many other ways. And they're making money, oh, they're yeah. losing money, they're investing in all sorts of stuff. That, like, when you look at those top four pe- they are not people that let money sit. Because let money that just sits there is, to them, it's worse than having no money. Because it just means you're stupid. You know but, what I'm saying? But that's
0: the thing, is that I do not see these empires crumbling. Mm-hmm. They get wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. But how did they get wealthier? And... And, and and the wealth you know what what constitutes wealth and capital and and numeric value with money ceases to fucking exist once you get into the tens of billions of dollars yeah sure. like asking a motherfucker how much a gallon of milk costs and they have 50 billion dollars yeah a lot of them don't motherfucking know yeah so it it really comes down to in my opinion what 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 is a A fair ratio, I guess, because this has to be regulated somehow because the deficit between the middle class, which is what we need to, to foster the development of more than anything. That's where most of our, that's, that's where our heart is. That's Mm -hmm. where our brain is. The middle class, everything, ingenuity rises from the middle class, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but the deficit between that, the, the overwhelming majority of individuals, we'll even include the working poor and the impoverished as well, gets bigger and bigger. So it doesn't matter, even if you talk about the numeric value of this individual went from um, $130 billion to $160 billion, oh. mm-hmm. that has a multiplicative Effect. whenever you look at how much of a deficit there is between that individual and the working poor. Sure. If that makes any sense. Because that money at that point, again, has no fucking, it it has no floating value other than the larger entity that it's associated with, like Amazon, Mm -hmm. something like that. Why is one dude at the helm of
2: that shit? Oh well, I mean he's he's not necessarily at well he's And
0: I'm he's not, not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm I'm just saying what what happens in society that that facilitates a Jeff Bezos.
2: Right. I mean I think that it's he did what any in my opinion he did what any other business owner do. He might have had an idea and then he got a bunch of other people together. He's he's the he's just the figurehead. He's not doing any of the work or anything like that. At this point, his the money that he has, the company makes more money than he does. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they pay, he's just getting a percentage of what the company's profits are. So the company's going to make gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs of, of money. It, it I think to be if, if anyone wants to reduce that, they just have to change how that part works there. I think one of the mistakes that a lot of people make is that when they when they vilify someone like Bezos or whatever they're like he needs to be gone like another company's just going to step in yeah. whoever has the yeah. better I, idea yeah there's power that to mistake
3: shit. yeah i think that's a mistake of perceiving people similar to what we said last week when people are attacking experts yeah the very reason they attack the experts is because it's impossible to, in a single utterance, say, a three-minute clip on CNN where an expert comes on about climate change, it's impossible to ingest the amount of information the expert has gathered over the years that makes them an expert. Mm -hmm. So the only level at which a person can respond in a reasonable amount of time is two tiers lower than the level that the expert is communicating. In fact, sometimes the amount of information that's being communicated language is not up to the occasion Language yeah. almost isn't enough. So when people attack Jeff Be- Bezos, we have to we have to have a little latitude. No, they're not talking talking about him personally. Yeah. We want to ask, is there anything harmful about amassing that much wealth? Is there any harmful effects? I, I don't
2: think there's anything Th- harmful it. There's none with it. cool.
3: Are there is there any harmful effects? In- well, if it's a finite thing and
0: it is Essentially, the basis for commerce in mm-hmm. our society, <clears throat> and we are the wealthiest nation on the planet. Mm-hmm. Why do we have homeless folks?
2: Okay, I'll, here's here's what I'll say. It's it's hard to talk about national wealth because no country. Is on the same standard with how they do. Oh, of no course, no country of I mean there might be a few countries that make money out of nowhere but the way the United States does we're on a does. short
0: list is what I'm saying yeah we're sure, definitely sure. on the short list but
2: I I think that there's the only standard in my opinion if we're going to have if we're gonna have that talk about the wealthiest nation or the the wealthiest country or whatever on earth it like it has to for me it has to come to natural resources that seems to be the only basis by which you can Measure any sort of country or something like that, right or any sort of area uh, and to this day, I still think that the wealthiest place is Africa. I still think that it is
0: well but
2: well, it's,
3: it is it is without argument though if you're talking about natural resources yes
2: yeah. yeah, but, but the, I I'm saying that that's the only measure, but anything else, when we have nations that are printing money out of nowhere, which is what like our federal Reserve does and stuff like that, we yeah. can of course create wealth whenever we want I to. think
0: I think the The biggest rubric, honestly, on a global scale um, at this point is an effective military industrial complex. I think that's where the big game of chess is being played. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very telling that our, you know, the US budget, how much is dedicated specifically to military spending in relation to the fact that in many ways our policies are not, they're not. Uh, consistent by any means. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you, you see us totally uh, uh, pulling the rug out from underneath Kurdish allies.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was
0: was real shitty, man. I mean, again, it it had to make business sense. Mm -hmm. It had to make political fucking sense. And the working arm of the United States has been our military industrial complex. And I hate to look at it in these conspiratorial terms. Like I always tend to fucking do, but like, Starting proxy wars, conflicts, uh, destabilizing entire governments mm-hmm. have a financial bottom line associated with it. So when I say that the United States is the wealthiest country on earth, I'm saying that the United States is the most effective predator on the fucking planet okay. right now, currently. Oh yeah. Okay. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, like, I can agree with that. I, I, like say Russia is a big ass. Lumbering brown bear, like it'll fuck your shit up. You know, uh, we're we're a killing machine. We're like mm-hmm. a, a fucking black panther. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We go and destabilize, loot, rebuild, and sell democracy. We yep. sell our version of fucking we sell it democracy. back to you. We try to, <laughs> yeah. and then and then when shit falls apart, we take no kind of uh, uh, l- accountability for sure. any, any part of it. Sure, but my. To my point, if there is a finite amount of capital to be had in the United States, I think a measure of a developed society is the overall well-being of the totality of its citizenry. Mm-hmm. I think ethically we have a responsibility to take care of those who can't take care of themselves through no fucking fault of their own, and, and it gets painted as though... A lot of these cats just wanted to bow out of the rat race, or they weren't motivated enough, or they got addicted to drugs, and that was their fault. There's a lot of shit. Like, man, even even cats that's got their shit together have had some rough times. You know, mm-hmm. every motherfucker in this room has had some dark shit that's happened to them that probably could have been make or break. Mm hmm uh a lot of americans are teetering on the edge of homelessness with like a, a paycheck away from motherfucking sure. homelessness so uh, again my thing is is if the resources are there and we still have people that don't have housing cuz housing i will tell you over and over again and i've been meeting with a lot of individuals from uh, west virginia recently regarding their homelessness initiatives Homelessness seems to be overwhelmingly the key to making any kind of further individual proliferation. That is the fucking key. And I think m- me saying that, I don't think that that's even a controversial statement to make. Is If you have the stability of knowing you can go in somewhere and lock a door behind you and have it climate controlled... With utilities and shit, and a place to lay your head, even if it's in a motherfucking floor, mm-hmm. it makes a world of goddamn difference. The thing is, is that there's money to be made on the the suffering of others. See? Unfortunately, and it's not. It's not for the sake of suffering, and it's not for the it, it's not as though these individuals are relishing in it, yeah now I, I don't want to paint this picture that this is evil fucking demagoguery going on. Yeah. It's not that. it's just that there it happens to be lucrative that there is suffering in the world, mm-hmm. and it also helps out the bottom line of whenever things get deregulated, it gives it, it's really easy to scapegoat poor folks. Welfare And you know You've talked extensively About The utility of welfare Mm -hmm. And and You're a libertarian Uh, I think And I know this has been A a long-winded Fucking diatribe Against People Hoarding wealth But I do I do believe That uh, There's a point Where It It becomes a toxic Fucking thing And it it's not just for other individuals; it may be for that person themselves. I think hoarding wealth could be well. That's, the product that's of some why kind it's of, a
3: problem because there is no individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I won't go into all of that. I've said it before, but that's why it's actually a problem because the, there's no there's no individual. Not for humans. When you separate any human in, iso- in isolation, is not a human anymore. What makes us human? There are a few precious tiers of operation one you just described and that's how we can control our living space we can create it unlike any other animal Mm -hmm. so if you're not doing it at that level of sophistication then you are essentially operating like the next tier down animal so you're living like say a Primate or something, a gorilla or something like that. It's it's a that's why if you're if you're a feral kind of element to this shit, there's nothing wrong with doing that Mm. as an individual. But two things have to be true: objectivity and individualism, and they're just not true. They Mm. don't scale. If you are, then you you forfeit your humanity at the same time. I'm not speaking morally or ethically. I'm saying scientifically. Mm. What separates us is our capacity to restrain and systematically multiply the benefits or the measures of our considerations. No other creature can do that. You ever like seen like a cat running across the street when you're driving down the road and it mm-hmm. seems like it doesn't try to cross the street until you're about to hit it? Mm-hmm. It's because the cat doesn't have the depth perception that we do. It can't even make a decision until you're that close. Yeah. So it doesn't know you're moving at 40 miles an hour. You see the cat a half a mile down the street And just go across the street, you stupid cat. It can't decide, when you're moving that fast, too much input for its brain capacity. So it tries to dart across the street when you get close because now it sees, oh, there's this big object. I'm going to shoot across here. Hmm. It looks like the cat is stupid. It's as much brain capacity as it has. For human beings, if we're all about to die in this room, the three of us, and there's one piece of bread left and that person lives maybe a month longer, we are the only creatures that have the capacity to not go jungle rationale on it. We will decide, all right, Chris, you're the youngest here, man. You've lived the fewest. You've lived the fewest years. Maybe Kalu's the youngest. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know I'm the oldest. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, all right, I've lived longer than everyone. For, For what may be an irrational yeah. Reason, mm-hmm. But but our, the fact that we can take that, in ra- that irrational reason and make it meaningful to us, I think that's the unique capacity for human beings. Therefore, when we don't apply that in whatever sophisticated protraction we have, whether it be our systems of competition for resources mm-hmm. like commerce and capitalism, when we don't build that that level of sophistication in, then those systems will also drop down a tier in their quality, and you effectively have people clubbing each other over the head like cavemen for resources. They're just simply doing it in a sophisticated way, gotcha. like shooting a missile and destroying yeah. the ancient city, then selling the infrastructure back to you, then mm-hmm. selling your you know utilities back to you, the way we do installing democracies yeah. and stuff like that. And so that's why it is a problem. In the context of the idea, the isolating individualistic idea of competition for resources, no, there's nothing wrong with it. But there's a reason why people find a problem with it, and it yeah. creates a problem. It's because we're not one. We're one organism. We're not. We're not individuals. So you know. All right. So on on
2: that topic there, and this this will be a good transition because we've gone for about 20 minutes on this. One before we get to our like the real meat. Okay. We are. I'm, Why I'm mad are, about this. This fucking the, dog. The
0: neighbors just moved in and they got yeah. this raggedy ass dog. This. I want to go oh, scream yeah. at it.
2: Um, but there, there exists a, a thing if you... A, I, I want to call it a phenomenon, truthfully. I think it's a phenomenon for people who are pretty much like just aware to this kind of stuff. Like... We're in a time or it's just a thing to not speak about politics or religion at the dinner table or at places where you're uh-huh. with people that you're comfortable with or something like that yeah you know one of the things that you know I think that we all kind of agree on is that it seems to be like some kind of a form of control true, when, whenever whenever you're the type of person who enjoys a, a like a discussion on politics. When you're the type of person who likes to talk about religion, not to yeah, argue, but right. to explore, you want that knowledge. Like oh, yeah. when someone says you shouldn't talk about it, it's like it's like saying you shouldn't have this kind of knowledge. I'm robbing you of the opportunity to grow and to learn or to be pissed off or for your sensibilities to be attacked or something like that. Yep, That is what is needed for growth. That's what that mental elasticity that you talk about, Chris, it, it's only going to come from being told like, Hey, maybe what you believe is not, you know, that well, might not be the truth or something like that, or maybe something else exists. And I think that when, again, when people say, oh, you shouldn't talk about that, it feels like they're kind of, sh- they're trying to shut us up.
0: It's an immune response for the free market of, you know, both. And, and when I say the free market, I mean like religion is a market, mm-hmm. politics is a market, economics, any of that kind of shit. It's, um, it's a it's a defense mechanism. It's an immune response to preserve some measure of ambiguity that we're not, you know, you you foster solidarity with regard to commerce. Mm-hmm. Like you'll still do business with a total piece of shit that believes X Y and Z if you don't if you never talk politics and religion with them. Hmm. If that's something yeah. that is social yeah, socially. It, it's yeah. it's repressive. It's a yeah. repressive thing. But but think what they goad out of you. This root everywhere else. And I've said this a fucking million times. But what do you do for a living? Yeah, it was one of the first motherfucking things that people will ask you. Mm-hmm. It don't matter it, what what type of household in the United States. That's a very U.S. thing to do. Yeah. So it's it's super appropriate to to understand where you fit into mm-hmm. right the the machine. But don't talk about how we go about tweaking the machine or how how things are running That's around That's right.
3: Yeah. We we that that mentality I think is the echoes of a mentality that was born and fostered and incubated in a in a particularly oppressive natural environment, a resource starved environment. Mm. And I think it's related to that thing I bring up sometimes oh, that yeah, I that like, that like to ice. call the yes, the Cronus complex yeah. yeah the, the I, I think it's related to that because once I have an irreconcilable reality, this is for every creature. Human beings just have a super sophisticated way of doing it, but we, we're still doing what animals do. But our response is more sophisticated, mm-hmm. you know? And you have an irreconcilable reality, and you find a way to work through that. You try to remember that. And whatever you remember and how you recall the remembering or whatever you want to call that, that's what becomes your culture, right? Sure. It's actually a way of not having to learn it for the first time every time. Gotcha. So our idea of how you compete for resources came from the mind of human beings who had to do the ultimate sin in order to survive. Yes. They had to be hunters and killers. Where, if Cannibals you involved, sometimes. Sometimes they're rough. Small tribes, a couple hundred people at best, where if you were in Africa- there was never a reason to compete for resources. They were all over the place. So we might have fought over other things. Yeah, yeah. But we we never were fighting over actual food and to stay alive like that. Famines and things started happening way after the golden ages of Africa when the Sahara was drying up. But before then, when it was a grassland, everywhere including north and northeast Africa, there wasn't competition for resources. Everyone was trying to make their way into Wasn't nobody trudging through no no, snow. Wasn't no one trudging through no snow, yeah. So- Uh, In Europe, you had to hunt and kill to survive for a few thousand years, at least 12, 12 or 15,000 years during the height of the last Ice Age. So I think the ideas on how to carry on with that same perspective, but civilly, in a civil way, is what we follow today. And it's just a protraction of that. When they landed here... They had to get a secure and comfortable environment because the environment seemed to always be accosting them mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. came from. So their relationship to nature is very different. European is what I'm saying. Yeah. European settlers. Their ideas of commerce and how you compete for resources which you extract from nature were therefore different. They don't have time to wait for the trees to renew. We're just going to chop down a log cabin. Mm. Kentucky, where we sit at, is known for being one of those places that the Native Americans agreed in concert. Hundreds of tribes all around the Mississippi River, all around the Ohio, because that's where they hung out at. Yeah, they agreed not to settle in Kentucky because the fighting would never stop. Because the hunting in Kentucky was so good. Mm -hmm. So the majority of Kentucky and the western Kentucky where we're at, where it's not very hilly, that it was it was shared hunting ground. You might have encountered. A rival tribe, but it was just like, see you later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right yeah. now I'm chasing this deer. Good luck. We agreed to not, because they understood that the warring between tribes would never end because Kentucky was so rich and fertile. So you can grow, you can hunt there, but no one really set up and said, I own this, unless they were one of the more very vicious tribes that could hold down, hold it down, you know, that were known for being like a or Cherokee that could really were brutal because everyone else is like, we're just going to never stop fighting. Think about that fundamental, equitable perspective. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally, they were finding sophisticated ways to share. In Japan, they say when you get off that plane, if you've ever visited Japan, you know exactly, you know you're somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But you have an ancient people on a little bitty island in order to survive they had to develop sophisticated ways of cooperating.
2: Yeah, because yeah. you
3: couldn't fight. Europeans got out of their little island quickly, and mm-hmm. they spread. Yeah, with more about allow, dominance. Allowed yeah. them to yeah. continue exercising that perspective. They haven't encountered a diminishing return on it till right now. We're starting to see a diminishing return, and it's at the social and intellectual level. Oh, and at the resource level too. Yeah, the way we're carrying on. It's starting to have a diminishing yeah. return. Speaking of and, which,
2: they said that, and I'll let yeah. you get back to what you're saying. I, I read a, a little article that was talking about the world has about 53 years left of oil. Like, that's yeah, a, this is done. This is over. I mean, we've only been, we've been mining oil for not that long, you yeah. know, and we've, we've consumed that much. I think they say the world uses about oh, so far, the world has consumed it was like 1.7 trillion barrels so far. Wow. And uh, and you know the the process of how oil is formed. You know it's by fossils upon you know for yeah millions upon millions upon millions. Yeah, yeah really, really said,
3: ironic because we don't have enough time to wait for it to regenerate. Exactly, like we could Like make there aren't enough things dying. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? There's yeah. They said that they, that came from dinosaurs. Or yeah. something, right. And yeah. so we got a president talking about windmills time. giving people cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I'm I'm of the mind for. Conspiracy tangent That we don't need oil either Yeah we don't um, But you know Still got a lot of money Still Mm -hmm. in the ground And I think that's That's what it is I hope that I've been Concise enough to follow Because it's like You have to Like I see it like Those timelines you see Mm -hmm. In school you know Mm -hmm. And you see the prime And whatever I can't help but think Of it like that The mentality That we are exercising In a a largely protracted Macro way Is a Is an echo Of a of An acute mentality
1: yeah.
3: of I have to kill to, to survive and therefore it's fundamentally appropriate. Now, I've said this before. The, sense of, the level of your sensibilities is where you first respond to things. Mm-hmm. After that, the sophisticated, rational brain fills in the gaps. Mm-hmm. First, you follow your gut. Then after that, everything's laid on top. So we have to ask the question of how do you correct the gut impulse that it's necessary to be destructive in order to stay alive. That's what has to be corrected. So we have to look at our systems. Conquest. Yeah. Yeah. We have to look at our systems and say, what is it about this system that the impulse to the Cronus complex is echoing in this system? What about um, commerce? Is because I like free market capitalism. I think mm-hmm. it's brilliant when you hear those those guys that are in love with it explain it. There's this idea that you must you must physically do something to extract resources from the environment. A human being just can't set still like a tree and get everything they need. So, so that's in- a baseline reality. And they made a sophisticated way of balancing that out. As a man, if I'm lucky. I can gather enough resources that I get enough energy that I think better. And when I think better, I make better tools. And when I make better tools, I get more out of my output than I myself can consume. Now that I have a surplus, I can trade that with another human being who may or may not have got that lucky. Mm. That's free market capitalism right there, individual to individual. But the sacrifice of my surplus to another human being or the even the impulse to participate in trade with them is collective. It's the mm-hmm. right side of the brain doing that. Because I ain't got to do that. Even as a, a caveman, if I collect more roots than you do, I can hoard them in my cave and let them go uh, rancid, even yeah. if I can't eat them in time. So what I'm saying is when, we, when our systems of commerce grow... That balance has to grow with it. Every mm. other culture's figured this out already. It's just Americans' time to figure this out. And so what it we ends gonna... up looking like, it looks like communism or socialism when it gets but when why it grows is up. It,
2: why is it so hard to talk about those things? Because I I see, oh, I, I, see I see the resource. No, no, yeah, the, I'll like, tell you why. The connection in my head is that yeah. the resource that you're talking about, and the hoarding of this resource is knowledge or something like that. And uh-huh. it seems like People don't want to, to, people think that the knowledge that they have on politics or on religion is the most important thing or something like that. So they don't right. want to put it up against someone else's That's knowledge or, or whatever. Because it represents
3: a very fragile, irreconcilable yes. rally. That's why I was talking about Cognitive it from,
0: dissonance.
2: It's mm-hmm. dissonance.
3: Yeah. If you walk it backwards, it makes sense. There was a time when if I didn't do this ritual, or, or participate in this ra- irrational series of actions to quell the overwhelming p- paralysis that comes from facing an irre- 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 irreconcilable reality. I got to find a better word for that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what I call it. Humans got to the point where we can perceive more than we can do anything about. Yeah. What I mean is I'm in Europe, okay? It's the middle of the winter. Thor is pissed off at me and he's throwing lightning bolts at me. I don't know why. They didn't understand a lightning storm in sure. the middle of a forest that might cause a fire. So God's mad at me. The goat I need to kill is way up on a mountain. He's mocking me. When I go out into the woods to hunt, because if I don't earn the hunt, we're dying this winter. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make it. When I go out into the woods to hunt, all of those variables at play. Is my bow gonna work? Is the wet rain from this storm gonna fuck with the way my bow shoots and I can't get the animal? All of those things would create a nervousness in me, right? I would quote unquote panic. Mm-hmm. And if you look up the whatever that nymph or that god that called Pan, that's what that god, the one that's playing the flute, is yeah. like half a, a deer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what he represented. They had to anthropomorphize and symbolically represent whatever this thing was they was experiencing. Now, hunters all know, we're from Kentucky, Mm -hmm. all hunters know how to breathe and handle their adrenaline and their nervousness. They have nothing to lose if they don't shoot that wild elk. They're just doing it out of excitement and they still have that experience. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's an irreconcilable reality that I'm faced with. I gotta get this food or I'm not gonna make it. But, just my luck. Some reason my body stops working when it's time when, when it's crunch time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it's clutch time. So I have to create a ritual and able to quell that, right? Mm-hmm. It, that's how I handle that. When you address someone's religion or politics, you tug all the way back to that primeval string. Mm-hmm. They may not even know why, but there's something deep inside of me that's connected to this perhaps irrational behavior and that behavior may be irrational now because the environment has changed i'm not thors not mad at me anymore zeus not throwing lightning bolts at me the rain doesn't matter i don't have to go hunt deers and goats for my food but i still do behaviors that belong to that mentality so when someone challenges them the brain i think this is amazing the brain is designed to protect itself like that it's just like a bubble if you like a spider's web you touch any part of it that spider knows Mm -hmm. because it's going to shake you know even on a micro level that spider's gonna that's how the ego works and i think it's designed for that very reason to protect you so when you leave when you leave the cave for the hunt You're going to go earn the hunt. You've got to do your, say your prayer to Odin and Thor and all them to let them know you're grateful and you're thankful and please let me be successful on this hunt. Then I come along and I'm a moor from a couple of thousand miles south. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have to do that, man. Don't you know if you just move south, Mm -hmm. it's a lot warmer. You ain't got to be up here living like this. Why are you sleeping with your animals and shit? It's like, why are you I, so fucking it, pale, dude? You just challenged, <laughs> you just challenged not only what what I thought was my whole foundation on how I survive, but you took away the superficial mechanism I had for dealing with the overwhelming stress of it all. You mm-hmm. took it away in just an utterance. That's what it does to people. Yeah. Well,
0: and, and think about all the historical conqueror societies now. Yeah. Um, you know. Italy, you know the Romans, uh, the Greeks, uh, the Germanic people, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, motherfuckers, all through the British Isles, and, and, and to I guess to a less lesser degree to the British Isles, but Scandinavia. Scandinavia was known as like a hub for going around and conquering and spreading a yeah. seed. Uh, I have fucking. Scan- Rating
2: was the thing, bro. I've got yeah.
0: Scandinavian on my like twenty-three yeah. of me shit. I ended up with like two point three percent fucking Scandinavian oh, that's a bit. because they, hey, they came Weren't over they here the and got it in. Yeah, yeah they yeah. like came and okay. and uh, enter, share genetics with mm-hmm. like indigenous peoples and shit like that. But if you look at these ancient conqueror societies, they have since come to a more uh social welfare oriented point. Oh yeah. All yeah. all of them have. So what's different about the United States? We're a relatively motherfucking actually we are a very young You're nation. Very young so one of young. the So, so yep. the 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 reciprocity between the socialization process and genetics is still very much at motherfucking play regarding yes. conqueror mentality yes. slave mentality mm-hmm. and and not even to say the caste is descended from the indigenous tribes that were here
3: mm-hmm. yes they are, are also the- mostly african won't get into that mm-hmm. yeah and and th- not th- the ones that came over the siberian land bridge the the majority of them came from the south and so it only and they re- look like james it, brown that yes with, Yes,
0: high cheekbones and mm. shit.
3: That that only emphasizes that yes, their their perspective was one of sophisticated expression, sophisticated cooperation, and sophisticated sharing. Not sophisticated warfare, sophisticated weaponry, and sophisticated subversion. Because mm. those are the three things that the European needed to survive. The other things are you know why Shaka Zulu started this campaign. That movie I thought, it, I was thought fun, it was because he
2: wanted he wanted. Because he, didn't he start a war with some other, like, some other leaders, like, the the dude died, and then the, the guy had a son who was, like, king or whatever, and then Chaka went over and killed him and took over. Wasn't that kind of how it was? I don't
3: know if that's how in the movie, but I heard it was over, like, literally he couldn't dance. He was embarrassed.
2: Oh, I didn't see it. Like, I just, was that what it had in the movie? No, not in the I movie. was like. You remember when they the fed
0: that witch doctor to the hyena? In the fucking I tent, he I barely he remember, remember into the movie. I hyena. just read about him and
2: stuff like that. Well, he
0: the 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 motherfucking uh, medicine man or whatever the fuck you want to call him was saying he could transform into a hyena. <laughs> oh so could put him in the tent with a hyena. You could hear him screaming. Mm-hmm.
3: The the dichotomy between those genetic predispositions, those biological imperatives, and the very young, um, adverse and very mental left left brained. Mentality that we are all forced to participate in since we've been conquered. That's that's a real important point, Chris, that you just brought up. I don't know if that's what you were getting at. No, we're we
0: still in the Wild West, bro. This is yeah. still yes, the fucking Wild yes, West. It's
3: just we're doing it more sophisticated, yeah. right? We we don't have to sleep in a tent at night, but I'm trying to get my railroad across here because I've got this idea. It's of, still the
1: frontier. Though. Yes,
3: of of extrapolated competition for resources extrapolated um, trade and profit for resources aka industry that's a uniquely Western European and American perspective right Mm -hmm. and um, and then what uh, we're experiencing is just that as it evolves it needs to grow up and and think about too on top of that beyond the
0: fact that Individuals with a greater propensity to want to go explore, conquer, on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When, as they diffused out of these countries, what genetics remain? There's still cats in the, like uh, any number of Mediterranean countries. Yes. If you look at their social policies, and I know if we sit here and argue politics, motherfuckers would be like, well, their economy's in the fucking toilet and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But there are a litany of reasons why yeah. it comes to that. But socially, they have become very chill, non-confrontational, progressive, take care of their citizenry. Those folks, and again, we cannot fucking deny the impact of genetics. They're descended from cats that decided to chill. Mm -hmm. They are descended from individuals from that area that that may have been themselves descended from conquerors, Mm yeah. But they didn't carry that conqueror mentality. Well, that's why London's
3: like it is. It's been flattened twice, Mm -hmm. all the way to the ground, and nothing's left. All you know how they say in the hood, as a micro example, they say all the tough guys are dead or in jail Mm -hmm. because that's the only ultimate result of a destructive perspective it does solve problems immediately you know but the only result is it just it doesn't scale you know what i mean so what you'll be left with is either no one or people who decide not to be that aggressive you know what i mean and just to, to bring it full circle just so people don't think we're beating up on that particular part of the human family i say all the time i don't think we would have computers without that mentality
2: no. I don't we, think, we wouldn't well, have a ton of shit without well, that. And, and, and again, I like, may
3: think it's stupid to try to go to the moon or Mars, yeah. but I also think that that same mentality is the only one yeah. that would fucking extract resources out yeah. of a planet like that yeah. and reorganize we, we may, them just well, yeah. for a tool.
2: We may not have needed like uh, you know, to go to the moon and stuff, but yeah. I can tell you a lot of times where Velcro helps Could possibly have saved my life, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Where, like, a lot of, and I say Velcro because that was one of the first, that was one of, that invention was born out of the space program, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I didn't
3: know that, but. Yeah,
2: yeah. but, like, think of, if if you were to put all the different things, all the great inventions that came through because of. Programs like that. Yes, I mean it's like you you have to have it. Like you, you just That's have right. to have it. You know, and we mean? have
3: to be careful not to stay at the level of our sensibilities either. Yes, and say that we're making an example by mentioning that that there's obviously a full spectrum to the human capabilities, and we have to like a pendulum swing back mm-hmm. and forth until we get a balance. It seems like it's time to swing a little bit back the other direction. Now we've conquered the planet, every fucking inch of it. Yeah. We have complete control of the environment. We can create our own weather, mm-hmm. such that we're fucking up the weather. Yeah, we can control the climate. All right, got that part solved. Can we just start thinking about like how to make this last a little bit? You know what I mean? Let's well, just I think the, the, the next thing <laughs> to
2: conquer, and that this goes into our uh, our conversation, is after the Earth itself has been conquered, after nature itself has been conquered. The only thing, in my opinion, left is to conquer your the mind. Yes. And that part comes through by telling people you can't talk about politics. The conqueror mindset is the one that is going to tell you, like, oh, we don't talk about politics at the table. That's right, Grant, because those people have the strongest opinions about That's politics. Right. That's they right. have the most to say about politics.
3: Well, it's like, a, like a, a house of cards. When you protract what I think is a fragmented – that's due to Christian minorities where a fragmented mm-hmm. component of the brain, you only get more fractions. Yeah. It's not whole. It's not holistic. So all you have to do is just set your watch and eventually it'll collapse. And when you're balancing that house of cards, that's to say the value system you subscribe to and protract and wake up in the morning and motivated by it is one whose quality doesn't scale, mm-hmm. right? Therefore... Maintaining it requires more so and much more effort. and more abstractions, yeah. right? And part so of that maintenance means quiet.
2: yes, part of that maintenance means keeping opposing uh, ideas out of yes, your system. Completely. A-
3: absolutely, you know when they did on the plantations, they would mix them up and mm-hmm. stuff. They realized that the very fundamental nature of these people who we are taking as prisoners of wars and forcing to do labor is so different that it's inevitably going to boil up and be a problem for us. We have to take sophisticated violence Mm -hmm. sophisticated actions to suppress that and that's what's residual in african-american people today and a lot of it's still on the books you know as laws so that's why we have a unique we got our asses kicked but in a very unique way you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's worse than people that just got wiped out yeah it's fucked up you ain't never seen two native americans standing next to each other in your Mm -hmm. life yeah they're gone it's fucked up what happened to Jewish people. Shit, man, but enough of them made it out that they got to preserve their identity. They're doing pretty and well. And bad motherfuckers. What happened yeah. to African-American people, not to take it about race, just to show what I'm saying about how things get extrapolated, was so specific and so unique in how they destroyed us that it's still operating the system mm-hmm. worked really well it was successful
0: yeah it but the, still there works. Were, but there were unintended byproducts to unintended that shit. total what do so you think create well created genetically fucking gifted individuals some yeah, of them acted some, some stuff eugenics like like one of the most un- downplayed eugenics, Fucking programs that have ever been executed by humanity uh-huh. was during, during slavery, slavery in the yeah. United States.
3: Yeah, they got to to the bottom of some stuff. Mm-hmm. They hey, knew how to make. There was one stud yeah, created and they a bad motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. sincerely. Yep. And and yeah. you looked at uh, we we've talked about EQ versus mm-hmm. IQ and things like that, and how uh fostering, a, uh, fostering a greater EQ. And downplaying the IQ is a—it's a, it's a great way of manipulating people, especially if you're, oh, yeah. if you're not of an inherently predatory kind of mindset to begin with, and that shit still motherfucking goes on today, unfortunately, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. motherfucking unfortunately. And I mean, it, it's not to say that on the one-to-one individuals aren't capable of transcending the latent impact that has been. Seared into the DNA, mm-hmm. yeah. The trauma that's been seared into motherfucker's oh, DNA, yeah. but wanting to not talk about that either—that's also a topic mm-hmm. that is not wanted. It—it's it, it, either immediately dismissed or it makes people very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, man, that happened, motherfucker. So that that was like it. three generations ago yeah. that motherfuckers was alive yep. that mm-hmm. were slaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah that that is, that is very interesting. No one wants to talk about politics,
0: um, religion, slavery. or or
2: things like slavery. And when they do talk about slavery because I'm now I'm going back to thinking of when I was in 8th grade and you know we would be taking we would be doing US history and the teachers talking slavery and and everyone's looking in the back like is Clue okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's one of those things and it's like no one really knows how to talk about it. Yep. Like they they talk about it and like Oh, it's like they spend a little amount of time on it because they're like, yeah, this sure. is this, this is fucked I, up. W- this I, is wouldn't this, you know? I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either,
3: especially if I benefit from it. Yeah, and because, they're quicker and, and to they're a quicker to go position for you because you are not
0: descended from.
3: It yeah, that's the truth. African American that's true slaves. too. And but the thing
2: is, like, they'll talk about slavery, but they're very quick to go into the civil war because it was like, Hey, we, we fixed it. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeez. we fought a war and like it's over with and sure, and you know, Abraham Lincoln and blah, 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 you know? So they they quickly go into that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas, and then, whereas I think the, the difference with like now or the, the only, the, the next thing up that I can think of is like the, the things going on during the Holocaust, and it's like people can seem to spend a whole lot of time there because we're no longer persecuting Jews for stuff. And yeah. we're no longer like killing them or subjugating them to, to anything. In fact, we gave them a country. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and granted, the reasons for giving that country, giving them that country are, you know, I have my own reasons for, for doing Absolutely. it. And I think it's to check the Arabic nations and stuff like that is to have a, you know, it's geopolitics. Absolutely. But they, the, their big difference was like, okay, Africans, you're free, but we still have, you know, there's still countries that are getting. Up until the 90s, there were still African nations
3: getting their independence. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and look up the word emancipated. mm -hmm. Doesn't mean what you think. It's a legal word. Yeah. It's it's serious business. Mm -hmm. Free might not be the correct word. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Look up what emancipation really was. I don't want to go down that 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 road, but does it? I don't know. Does it connect for you, Kalu? I mean. When we when we ask why people can't talk about politics or why sometimes why it's hard to talk about it, yeah, I
2: mean, it, I'm we, asking
3: because I want to know if we're attacking the we, topic we correctly or going somewhere else with it. Unintentionally. Well, I think that
2: we handled it in my opinion normal saloonist episode fashion. Okay, is that it's not as surface level as you think. I'm afraid not. Yeah, and and you have to be able to be willing to talk about like. If we're talking about like not wanting to talk politics, it does go back way, way, way long ago. So we, we, you have well, we to start can from use, the source. We can
3: use a, a daily example that I go through and you go through every mm-hmm. day. You go through. I say this all the time. I, I work at a place that's real progressive and always surveying us yeah. and asking what your employees think. And I always play along a little bit, but then hit them with some legit shit. Like one of them is, I don't want to talk anything about compensation and calibration of, excuse me, of what people should be compensated mm-hmm. until all salaries are transparent. Yeah. Why is it that they're not? Yeah. That says it all. Yep. You can't see. I don't care who knows how much I make. Yep. And I'll tell you why I make more than you mm-hmm. if you're worried about it, or I'll tell you that dang, you should be making more than me. Yeah. Why is it? that, we keep uh, that yeah, secret? yeah. Why? why is it,
2: it, it? it was. It was nice for me because I worked in, in in public education. You know, before I was in before I started my my. Career now, or at least the company I'm with now. So you can just go to a website and see what my salary was. So it was never a problem. In fact, it was a lot easier to just talk to people about financial stuff because you knew exactly what everyone made. And so whenever I, I transitioned to you know the company that I'm with now, like I remember on the the day that I thought that I was leaving the company, because I actually had taken another job with another with another company here in town. And uh, I was telling one of the, the people that I worked with, I was like, oh, yeah, this is how much I made, uh, you know, obviously before leaving and stuff like that. Yeah, this was my salary. And they were just like, what? And I was like, well, you should ask for more if you're going to be doing the because my responsibilities were going to be turning over to him. And I was like, you should ask for more if you're willing to do the work that, that I did. Yeah. You know, like you should absolutely yeah. ask for that, you know. And then, you know, I remember my uh, when I when they made had a new position created and mm-hmm. allowed me to stay with the company and stuff like that. My boss was like, hey, you can't talk to people about how much yeah. you made. I was just like, when I, I don't left care. that company,
3: you know, I don't know if you remember the email, but it was kind of a thing. Really? It's, it's what caused the big of the it's funny, it wasn't what was my motivation. Yeah. Mine was a was sick of bowling green. Yeah. But all my peers, all white dudes, mm-hmm. when they found out everyone's numbers, mm-hmm. That's when they were so upset. I was like, "That's so interesting." Yeah, I'm so happy when I found out a son of a bitch made yeah. better me. I'm like, "How did you pull that yeah. off? You don't do. Shit. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad you it yeah. it didn't and, come and, out of my paycheck." But, but, and, so what about that mentality? Well,
0: yeah. uh, and I and I will honest to God, <laughs> motherfucking say and it, it has been my experience, the black community will celebrate the fuck out of you for being a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Whatever it is. If one black, of my friends... Black yeah. folks will be
3: like, look at this right. shit right yes. And we're told that we're capricious and <clears throat> and unre- unrespectful and un, um, what, unmindful immature about money, and it's quite the opposite. Yeah. We come from the land of endless resources and we do not believe in individualism. Mm-hmm. So if you do not share talent... Or resources yes. with everybody, aka stunting. What's the point of it?
2: exactly? So and people who don't get it it's, think that you're you're, comp- yeah. you're co- like competing. No, we're not like so that. So me, it's funny we don't you say this. Yeah, about they want to paint kinda like, it. They, they'd be if like, you don't yeah, see these- me in it." Yes. Yeah, like it's a malicious it fucking thing. Yeah, so my wife, I want
3: you to celebrate it with me. Ain't yeah. this dope?
2: Yeah. So my wife, if, she if it, she yeah. thinks that me and my neighbor across the street compete with each other. Yeah. And like he went and bought a truck, and I was I was probably more, totally competing with that. No, not, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. And so I was just like, when he got it, I think I was more excited that he got this big fucking truck that you know what i'm saying than he was i was like oh shit and, I, and like i remember when he pulled up i was like that's a big dick power move bro yeah, like yeah. that's. It. i was like you're gonna yeah. stun on people yeah. i was like
3: we got to get the windows tinted we yeah. gotta do all this i stuff. have that impulse like, it lasts for about three seconds there's nothing wrong with that impulse that no i'm like just a, happy for it's you it's part dude. of what you just let it go. That's human. Yeah, and then Nothing I'll take it to the long next. You time, know I'll be, what it is. Yeah, I'll be like, bro,
2: what is the what is the car note on that thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I have no problem saying that because and and so the funny thing is, you know, I just went and bought my car, and he was. He was like excited and pumped and stuff like that. And so we're sitting there talking about like, did you have to move any negative equity from your old car over to this one? I was like, <laughs> yeah, bro, but they cut me this crazy deal. And yeah. this is the, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. having that discussion, it's just we're, we're like excited for each other. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we we have these car payments, but and we also know- call each other every week and we're just like, hey, how much money did you make this week? Because we're both in sales. So yeah. it'll be like, did you kill it? Did you have a good week? Did you have a shitty week? You are the same neighbor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you're yeah. pretty cool then. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, it's that type of thing where you're motivating yeah. each other, you're putting each other what? on. And I'll
3: shut up after this. Guess what? If I happened to cross paths with you and I didn't earn the hunt yeah. and you were on the way back to your camp in Western Europe 12,000 years ago and you had a nice, big, juicy deer, yeah. guess what?
2: We'll cut you a piece. No, I know it's a beach. So, no, I'm going to cut your, yeah. your throat and take your deer. See <laughs> no, you what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm to yeah. say we are still Oh, we're still. By yeah. The
3: extrapolation of that mentality. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do to survive. Yep. Well, and, and Remember, I, I told you guys when they would shake hands where the how, how do you do comes mm-hmm, from? Mm-hmm. It literally comes from. Let me make sure you don't have a knife. Yep. Let me see how strong That's why you they would are. shake it on yeah. the forearm yeah, right and there. and let me ask you, how is your health? Because if you say the wrong thing, me and my crew that are healthy, we made it through this yeah. winter. We might have to take over your tribe. Yep. You didn't do that in Africa it because is a small a, tribe a might have 3,000 yep. people in it, yep. and it meant all-out war, so there was no need for that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? The,
2: the new power move when you have that handshake is telling people, I'm just trying to get like you. What, I'm what, just trying uh, to get on your level. Check out
3: something that uh, that I found
0: fascinating, and it was a Michael Render. Thought was killer in, in the 80s, all of, like out of the 80s hip hop scene, you had all these cats with these massive fucking gold chains, yeah. and it got it got presented through the media and a mainstream society as just baldy, uh, uh, braggadocious bullshit. Mm-hmm. And in fact, like you talk about, uh, go- the gold standard. Mm-hmm investing in these massive motherfucking chains that you've got around your neck and you've got around your old lady's neck,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not only is there the stunting element to it, like I'm comfortable out here with all of this opulence on, that is a static investment that mm-hmm. that person has uh-huh. dangling around their neck. Mm-hmm. But again, the the conventional uh, societal norm that we're spoon-fed from the day that we're motherfucking born Tries to teach us that that is braggadocious or that's over the top or there's something there has to be something pejorative about that but like I think the Killer Mike quote was I think these dope boys had shit right all along put gold on them and they bitch uh-huh. and yeah. honest to God like I I think about that and then I think about the idea that we're all the fucking same is kind of one of the biggest kind of wanna. It is one of the biggest impediments for social progress. Sure, that that shit that they feed us, like we're all the same. You know, it's and and they do it with dogs. Okay, mm. and I'm gonna go down this motherfucking path. They they think that that we are not subject to the same biological rules as the rest of nature, and we motherfucking uh-huh. are. Mm. They do this with dogs. They'll be like, it's all how you raise them. Well, why the fuck we got different breeds of dogs to do different shit? Yeah. Why you got dogs that are pointers? And let me tell you, if you have a litter of some working pointers and you go and you, you throw that lure or mm-hmm. have an actual bird, those little motherfuckers will line up and mm-hmm. do their job. Yep. They're a gulf apart from the natural predisposition of, you know, these pit bulls I got Absolutely. in the house here. yeah. Why? why is because they have on...
3: to acknowledge all the other truths too and then, and, and it would dismantle things
0: and mm-hmm. and then it gets touted. they want to tell they want they want people of color yep to say that it is racist too mm-hmm. they want motherfuckers the powers that be want black folks brown folks beige folks red folks to not analyze the potential for biological psychosocial differences between us.
2: Because it might turn to biological or, or psychosocial superiority.
3: Would well, I one. think that's we, a we fallacy. Have, we, it, it takes it, cooperation to it, it collectively...
0: conversation.
3: forces a conversation. If,
0: yeah. If, I, I, think, I think we've reached the point where it forces a conversation. They aren't going to be able to... Because superiority is a subjective thing, and if we, point, I, I'm if saying
2: we, they don't want it. They don't want anyone oh, to because, think because
0: because it maintains it, it their could, superiority. Yeah, it could
2: turn into superiority. Okay, do you yeah, see what it, I'm so it, like? It, if, it
0: fosters. If, well, and that's the thing is that that superiority is such a subjective thing. Yeah, and I, I think, and it gets touted by people, and I will, I'll even give them the credit of saying that they aren't necessarily bad intentioned mm-hmm. with it. Absolutely not. I, I, I will. I will even give these, and this is a questionable group of cats. Yeah, the ones that aren't necessarily white pride, but ask the question: Why can't I be proud of being white? Mm. Well, you know, well, that, you that's know that why that group the group of individuals the
3: most dangerous. Again, to the the book I recently uh, read, "White Fragility." She's she explains this perfectly. You guys can listen to it in like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's what I've come to understand is. The system works so well because it is an infrastructure of the value system I just described, born out of a particular s- subset of the human race at a particular time, under particular environmental circumstances, and it's not scaling anymore. That to be complicit in that system, you do not have to be mean or evil at all. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is just keep being. So, like they say in South Africa,
0: mm-hmm.
3: et- both people are victims.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, uh, in yeah. a
3: system the, the, that's uh, broken like this, in apartheid. Truth, truth, and reconciliation. Yeah, truth and reconciliation. That's a good example where it's like, all right, both people are victims in this kind of system because you are causing pain or or discomfort in my life inadvertently, and I'm having to go through it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be doing that, but you're doing it because you inherited a position where. Operating at what you think is your normal day to day is is hurtful. I deal with is hurtful to other people. I deal with it at work all the time because there are people who think that my behavior is not professional or not um, uh, collective or not like a team player, and it's I. I it's beneath my dignity to so at times to explain to them that no, what you're actually expecting me to do is behave in the way that appeases your sensibilities, yeah. and let's ask why. Because the way that appeases your sensibilities has been successfully. Forced upon everyone. That's what it means to be conquered. Mm -hmm. And because we've all capitulated, you think it's just normal. But the way we're carrying on in here in this corporate thing, it's as weird as fuck what we do at work every day. It's weird as hell when you really think about it. But the dominant society was successful in making that the standard. So they don't—they don't think that they think it's neutral. You know that being. Behaving like a regular everyday white male is normal. it's not it's actually behaving like the minority of the planet. You're only ten mm. percent of the population on the planet, yeah, everyone else behaves another way. Every other language except for English has its subjects and verbs reversed yep with the own everything about us intellectually, mentally. Mm. Is young and different. Versus- yeah, we're the one. We're, we're the actual. Back, just very successful. If mm-hmm. you're willing to go to do what it takes at the level of violence, you will be at least temporarily very successful. So I go through that at work a lot. Where um, something you just said, I was replying to Chris, but you think you're being told that you're not acting. Like You're part of the, the team. Best. Yeah. But really it's just I'm not doing what you want me to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, you know and, I mean?
0: and and that's an interesting point because we talked about Zuckerberg looking out of place in a suit. Yep. And how somebody that's operating at that level, mm-hmm. yep. having to conform and, and that's really what it is. And, and and you look at a suit and the and the social norm is that a suit encapsulates, you know, professionalism and ready to go and and do business and and be forthright and masculine all yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. and he just looked like a fish out of fucking water in that suit mm-hmm. because that is not and I, and again I know I'm I'm kind of diverging but it it should underscore the biodiversity that really is going on it's not like that we're all just so fucking similar and then It's trivial differences that are driving us apart. I think we have to make these fundamental difficult acknowledgments about our potential genetic predispositions and then work up from there.
3: Mm. Yeah, because they are small enough or subtle enough that we can sublimate them in our culture. Japan does it. When you go to Japan, you know you're not Japanese, but you're also not treated poorly for being differently. But you'll get reminded from time Mm -hmm. to time, they even have a word for it. I forget where it's sokai and that's two words, and So anything, it means insider and outsider. Mm. Forget what the words are. But anyway. And they don't mean malice by it. No. They're just like, no. this is what you are. You're dealing with people that have that have kept their identity from China for mm-hmm. thousands of years. People that have been on a small landmass stacked on top of it for a long time. They've got some shit figured out. What yeah. is
0: it, the Ainu that reside in uh, northern Japan? Hokkaido?
3: Hokkaido? Yeah, yeah that, they're in they're in they're in uh, Haka- Hakaido, I don't know. How
0: and it very Hakaido, very different anthra- anthropomorphic features, and uh-huh. and I guess they're considered the oldest indigenous people really? for that for that general motherfucking area. Mm-hmm. But like who we generally consider to be Japanese is way different than oh than yeah you know. yeah, and
3: they're, they're aware of it. If you uh, if you Google uh, Tigua when you get a chance, I think it's T E G U A.
0: Yeah, T-E-G-U-A. and I didn't really have a point for that. I was just like talking about, you know, it was relevant to Japan. And I'm like, let's talk about this little group of people. Yeah, man. Because they're dope too. If you check them out, man, they 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 remind me more of like Pacific Northwest yep. American Indian kind of shit. Yep.
3: Yep. The I think that I think the the knew the people are in. I, I can't say the word today. Hokkaido or Hokkaido. Hi, I can't say it.
0: Is I'll that it is up. that where the um the macaques that bathe in the hot springs are?
3: Hmm. How do you spell think, those I like mean, the monkey things? Yeah, the saying?
0: macaque.
2: Um, give me one second.
0: Of,
2: we all I know, we're all like Google phones. searching. I'm just like I'm just trying to find the the different cultures of Japan. Cause I didn't know. i like it's kind of messed up, but I I wish that I knew more. About the well, different people, and, of and while
0: era. you're looking it up, like even the dogma that's associated with that we were created mm-hmm. versus us being the culmination of uh, social factors acting upon oh, genetic God, drift. Yeah. yeah, like I, I can't help but look at this.
3: Yep. Three-dimensional. They're in Hokkaido. Hokkaido. I couldn't
0: Hokkaido. <laughs>
3: pronounce it, but it's yes, Hokkaido. I kept saying Hokkaido. That's yeah, dope. I know those people you're talking about,
0: but. So. uh I can't help but think about kind of like a three-dimensional active map of like genetics drifting that account for conflicts, mm-hmm. assimilation, deaths, it's births, part of, all of it. You know what I'm saying? It's part of
3: it's part of my conspiracy theory. That that's what I think the Illuminati and them are know. They're powerful enough to know which shit that we consider superstitious and kind of woo woo is actually super impactful and super predictive and super easy to manipulate. Like we do with dogs, we yeah. know how to get a dog that doesn't shed is only this tall, really pretty, but will tear you up if you come in this house, yeah, a poodle that doesn't look like it'll do what a pit would do, didn't mm-hmm. hey, didn't uh pits like used to hunt boars or something is that? I didn't want to say it to you because uh, well, I know you're going to let me. Well, no, you no. son of a bitch! <laughs> no, no, present? like,
0: well, the ancestors, like bull, the ones in bulldogs, here. bulldogs, bulldogs, bulldogs were used for boars, mm. and bulldogs were crossed into the now extinct English white terrier okay. to create pit dogs. But pit denotes either animal used in uh, bull baiting, like a pit, like an arena for bull baiting, bear baiting, rat trials like barn trials where they'll just, uh, one terrier a handful of terriers will just annihilate some shit. I mean, even in, I guess, the early 20th century, they were taking like old circus animals and testing their game dogs, Mm -hmm. like their pit dogs against them. But pit, if it's got pit in the moniker, it was designed for fighting. Mm. And anybody, and and that's one of the things, like we get hit with, uh, the nanny dog myth and all this mm-hmm. shit that like they were they were done this way like the ASPCA and PETA actually not PETA doesn't want them to exist they think they shouldn't exist fuck they, PETA though yeah fuck PETA but they think they shouldn't exist because they were bred for fighting but uh, we get hit with the it's all how you raise them which is a very detrimental motherfucking thing because yeah. I own two American Pitbull Terriers two yeah. different bloodlines two different mm-hmm. predilections if you will. A, a own family red-nosed dog, and then uh, another dog, a, a, a Boudreaux dog. And they they have different predilections, even though they're both considered American Pit Bull Terriers. Even within that, there's an extreme variation. But I know the limitations of my motherfucking dogs. I've never, Kalu knows, kalu mm-hmm. has been around never fostered one iota of aggressive behavior towards other animals. Mm-hmm. They get along fine with my cat. But I don't trust, especially my grown one, I don't trust him one iota around a strange dog. And it's just because that because shit. Because of what you know? I know It's because well, of what is you that? And, and even if he wouldn't, I wouldn't want to set the man up for failure. You yeah. know? My, my, okay, my so pit would want to the kill second a cat. Thing yeah. He was...
2: drools around cats. Like, it's so wow. weird. Yeah, he it's, it's really, really weird.
3: I and li- you
0: know and, and you ain't never encouraged this shit. No. it's just
3: so when you spoke a moment ago about the 3d genetic map was it that sort of understanding that you were talking about or did I make the wrong um, parallel
0: to no it? no no that you are absolutely on point I that's what I'm saying is that people, would prefer to imbibe in those superstitious elements because they're uh-huh. easily digestible. That's right. And, and they can be adopted as almost like pieces of flair, personality flair. I am a this. Yeah. I am a that. I am a member of this. I, I mm-hmm. do this. And it substitutes for character. Yeah. It substitutes for doing the work yourself and learning the shit. And, yeah. and, and, and to be fair that ability the human ability to look at somebody else deduce make an assessment use a shortcut has been one of the keys to our success that's right but if overutilized it's a stifling factor because yep. you, you have no personal utility that's associated with it and if you don't have personal utility some other is going to figure it yep. out and they're going to use you yes mm. and that's
3: what we're going through now we have to take a step back And say because you didn't acknowledge the humanity in these people who you conquered, you now have this wrong idea that everybody's an individual and that dimension of your humanity is not worth acknowledging. Consequently, you can't evolve to the next level because you can't admit that there's a reason your ass like to go hiking and kayaking and be outside. You want to traverse through rough In challenging natural environments because you get a dopamine hit that I don't. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm doing that. Where where I want to be around a large group of people and laugh and sing and dance. Well, think about the the
0: amount of people of color that go into service fields. Yeah. That could quite easily get a degree in something else that's way more lucrative, have the ability, but they go into fucking social work. Yep. For example. I mean, that is a huge example. It's not like there's people out here fucking recruiting in the black community to go be a social worker. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, therapy, social work, counseling, um, law enforcement in certain areas, the military.
1: Mm-hmm. Have this, you ever- this
0: sense of community and duty to go and defend mm-hmm. your, your municipality instead of going and conquering some other shit. I don't really... I mean, and again, there are exceptions to all this. Sure. It's not like somebody motherfucking listening and be like, well, my my black friend Derek, all he wants to do is conquer things. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you, you know, there... This yeah. is this is a very rough, generalized map of genetic flow and how that shit manifests itself.
3: I don't even know if genetic's the right word, where it's um, predilections or if it's um, biological imperatives, but... There's some of them that, again, because it's taboo and because we're kind of coached to not talk about, some of them are really obvious. You just kind of forget about, you know mm-hmm. what I
0: mean? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, to, I would
3: say to, peop, to people all the time, name one African country, one military power in Africa that tried to conquer someone else that went outside of that to go. None
2: something. of them. None of them. You, okay. Some may not consider it African, but Egypt that's about it. When when they when they were fighting with Israel, well, but, Israel is but, in Africa. But from an Anthro- fair, enough. But fair enough To, okay. to the,
3: to the great, yeah. until the great flood yeah. is, is one, was part it's of it. Very yeah. shallow little bit of water between there, mm-hmm. and, to, walk and To across. be
0: fair, from an anthropological standpoint, uh, Egyptians and you know mm-hmm. Israelites pretty morphologically similar. More similar to each other than either one is to what we would consider like a modern day like an African American. Yeah, those people always
3: been super mixed up right there. Yeah. And just a lot going on. That was the big Center near the, of the old world, yeah, 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 everything was going to so was mixed up before large bodies cent- of water like the Nile yeah, and everything that, yeah, you're always after going the to expect, Nubians, like commerce pretty, and everything is going to go, yeah, through. yeah, everybody's right there, so mm-hmm. they're pretty mixed people.
0: Well, and there have always been these kind of fringe, like pseudo accepted or novel individuals uh, that are part of like a subset tri racial groups, mm-hmm. yeah. that existed, like Moorish individuals weren't always necessarily like. A lot of times, a, a Moorish cat could just be uh, shit. A lot of times, an Italian with some real dark ass skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was ambiguity as to whether this person was of African descent. Yeah. or was just some melange of different stuff. Uh huh. But but that's something that we forget is that. Along the way, like, we think about race relations, and, and this group did this to this group, but all along the way, there have been motherfuckers that have either bowed out or dropped off or were hidden in some little enclave that was off to itself and shit, and that has impact. Explain more about that. Well, like, I, I'm thinking about at melungeons. Like, okay. Uh, melungeons were overwhelmingly, or are, you know, the... Most of the time, when I hear Melungeon, now and it it I I don't know how to. Wasn't
3: Lincoln from that? Group?
0: Yeah, Melungeon. It, he he was supposed to have been Melungeon. And he got a lot of, uh, uh hate. Like, uh, his hate campaign was like claiming that he was part Negro and mm-hmm. shit like that. Oh yeah. but, Uh, overwhelmingly, the genetic spread of Melungeons was they were the descendants of communities of uh, biracial folks. Oh, like, okay. That. You know, in certain areas, if you were born of a white woman, then you were born free. But if you, even if you was biracial, if you were born of a black slave, then you became a slave yourself. Okay, so there was So there were all these cats that there really wasn't a place in mainstream society for them. So all they right. would go and live in fringe communities. And those fringe oh, communities were... Were popping. You say fringe or French. Fringe. Fringe. Okay. Yeah, they were popping. They were popping because they weren't hung up on what race you what were race you or weren't. So you could be black there. You they could were more be like white. Haven. There. Yeah, it and and American the American Indian blood, and then whenever trappers was in the area, they you know show up. They some good looking women over here. Like right. I'm a. There have always been groups like that. Yeah. That kind of fill in the gaps.
3: Absolutely. Where
0: they're like people people think things are so black and white.
3: And no, it's it, so amazing. It, the how continuum un-
0: exists. Yeah,
3: it's so amazing how helpful they would be if you learned more about those kind of groups. Cause they go all the way from the bottom of Africa all the way around the planet. Mm-hmm. There's groups like that. They're everywhere. There's those, I think Dravidians Melanesians Dra- Dravidians and in some Indian Mm-hmm. When you see them, you're like, oh, okay, I see yeah. the bridge. Because mm-hmm. you don't know how they got from what a modern-day Sudanese person looks like to what,
2: and you know what Sudanese Indra Patel people look like. looks like. Yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah.
3: And you're like, But when you see the Dravidians, you're like, oh, they look just like both. Mm-hmm. But somehow they get like pushed to the side. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was your point, but there's a lot of groups like that. Mm-hmm. And, and The that, Negritos in the Philippines are like that. You ever yeah. seen Negritos? Oh yeah, no, I've never seen them. Look like well, they're slimmer than you. Yeah, deep complexion, but they have froze, like curly froze and stuff. But they're in the Philippines, out like, a, like in the rural well, areas. And, and then you, you got you, don't,
0: you got uh, you see what them? Is it, it, it makes sense how they the uh, Creole.
3: Cre- oh cre- yeah,
0: cre- Creoles, red bones. Because uh, red bone has become a, oh, in, in modernity really like a, a term synonymous with. Just kind of being more light-skinned and having hair that may have, like, right. a, a reddish tinge to it or some shit. You
3: mean it had some other meaning before?
0: Yeah, well, the, at the actual term red bone is a tri-racial isolate group from the South. The, oh. re, the red bones
3: was,
0: oh. yeah, they, it was synonymous with a mixed-race group of individuals. Oh, okay. And it's now used for, like, you know, kind of a light-skinned black yeah. person. yeah. Uh it's definitely
3: how it's used. But
0: man. uh yeah, red bones, uh creoles, brass ankles, uh let's see. Sheesh. Yeah, uh fuck.
3: And those are all in the and, Americas.
0: And that's that's just like the southern United yeah. States up to Appalachia. I, I can't even begin to tell you what else is out there on that shit. So, you know, whenever we go down these rabbit holes talking about Um, the potential implications of having a certain racial motherfucking pedigree and then how that is acted upon by multiple generations of intense socialization because humans are more intensely socialized or acted upon through socialization than any other species. It's it's one of the biggest parts of our toolkit as a species. Like you said, we don't have to relearn everything because somebody else learned the shit for us and... We now have it at our fucking fingertips, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are also, by design, Mm. coupled with whatever genetic implications that are there, we are also, by design, more easy to influence through social factors than we would be if we were completely entirely hardwired for this... I guess non-impulse based thinking.
2: I want to yep. I want to uh, just because this is fascinating uh the Negritos like I, it's fucking awesome. I did not know that, that there was this group of people here. It says uh they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. Based on their physical similarities, Negritos were once considered a single population of related people. Recent research, however, suggests that they include several separate groups as well as demonstrating that they are not closely related to the pygmies of Africa. The pre-Neolithic Negrito populations of Southeast Asia were largely replaced by the expansion of southern mongoloid populations beginning about 5,000 years ago. Historically, they engaged in trade with a local population that eventually invaded their lands and were also often subjugated to slave raids while also uh, paying tributes to the local Southeast, uh, Southeast Asian rulers and kingdoms. Some Negrito pygmies uh, from the southern forests were enslaved and exploited until modern times, 724 A.D. While some have lived in the isolation, others have become ass- assimilated with the general local population. Had no fucking clue that these people. Thought, we're talking
3: thousands of years. There's, it's, there's it's nuts. hundreds of those. I, I'd guess hundreds of those kind of people that when you see them, like so much clicks for you. The, yeah. The, because man, before I learned about those kinds of groups of people, mm-hmm. and I didn't learn about them until recently, like mm-hmm. the last ten years of my adulthood, it some it was still like a mystery there. Yeah. You know, you didn't know if you wanted to completely buy into the story you were giving the out-of-Africa Africa theory. Because mm-hmm. you didn't, like, how did... But, man, there's more people. Yep. And I don't know why they get marginalized, but there's some in every distinct, strongly phenotypically defined group. There's one right next to them that looks just like bet- between them and the next one over. And you're yep. like, oh, okay, now it makes sense. You know what I mean? And in the gritos, you'll see them with big, wide, like, African noses, but they'll have, like, the cheekbone that look like Ooh. a Chinese dude... That's one right and there. And curly hair, Pearly like an Australian hair. or something. And you can see, I mean, oh, I see how they made it if around. If you were
2: here, you'd be like, oh, he's just light skinned. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what you would say. Yeah. It's, it's crazy.
3: Yeah. And they don't, that's not what you think of when you think the long, straight, black hair Filipino. Yeah. You think of that more, uh, you know, Laotian, Taiwanese looking. And they're everywhere like that. Australia's mm-hmm. full of them. And when you see them, you're like, okay. These people are so old that they have in their genetic, uh, in their genome, they have the potentiality of every other phenotype that you see because yeah. they've been around that long. Yeah. You go to Australia, you'll see a kid that looks just like that, mm-hmm. but their hair will be the color of that lampshade. It'll yeah. be white. Mm-hmm. Like a, It looks silly. You think he got a wig on. Mm-hmm. But no, he has that potential in his Blue genetics. eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah they just, eyes, they've yeah. been here a whole long time. And when you see that, it makes you know something. It seems like... Western academia and the academia pers- academic perspective of the dominant culture of the planet doesn't seem very interested in sublimating those realities. And you can't help but think there's a reason, there's an agenda for that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It takes too
2: much to go that many levels down into that. Uh, Does it? And I'm, 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 I'm sort of speaking for them is what it seems right. like. Like, it you seems like it would take me, too many levels.
3: Yeah, you can't draw me one of those things, that number line that used to be in the elementary schools, mm-hmm. and I still can't count to 10 without seeing that little piece of tape on yeah. my school That de- You mean that, that illustration of the caveman evolving into mm-hmm. the yeah. pro-magnet? You mean you can't make one of those yeah. and make it clear to me how a Nubian- Became an Egyptian, mm-hmm. that became a D- Dravidian, who became what we know as an Indian, who became what we know as a yeah. Western Asian. You know, what I mean? you can you can see it because the people are still walking yeah. around. I think they're, the, they're just the not new the way, ones that won. The, you know what it,
2: I mean? That's they're it, all, that's all still exactly here. Right. Right. So, so the, except for the new Native way,
3: Americans, there's very few of them. The
2: the the way to go about it now is by family name. You see what I'm saying? Like I think that that's I think that's the the way that in my opinion, it seems like white people sort of do it, is just uh-huh. associated by family name where it's because it would be too hard to go down into multiple like genetic levels and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. That's just, that's what and it comes off like to mean. in me, the way that it's implemented in the European is perfunctory. It doesn't, there's no meaning to it. Yeah. You know, there was a lot more meaning in some, of, uh, in some other cultures. You know, mm-hmm. you could literally trace back because the dad only has one seed, right? Yeah. So it's easy just to follow through the dad's lineage. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like a, subversion of women's position in genetic yeah. makeup and all this. Just, you can't track it because a woman can have a kid with whoever she wants, but a well, man only has one seat. So that way, if you follow by the father's mm-hmm. son of, son of, like your name, mm-hmm. then you can keep up easier. Yeah, and I think that though- But it's, Smith don't mean shit. Smith
2: doesn't mean anything, but I think that for, for, um, for American black people, it goes only to a certain point. Because a lot yeah. of people don't know where that's they that's go why from. whenever I
3: stop getting lazy, I'm getting yeah. rid of my last name,
2: yeah, and so it's like it it would make sense to follow like the genetic part, but I think for right. the and I'm doing my air quotes, the conquerors like the, the white people have been there for for eventually it's going to get back to someone that has darker skin than you, that's what that and I think, oh that yeah, that, I think that that is sort of the fear if you want to call it that, um. Is that it will get to it like it will get to a point where someone's like, oh shit, this person doesn't look like every very, you know doesn't look quickly, like me. So it's that's just,
3: how young this part of the world is.
2: So it's so it seems easier and more. It seems to give more. If you want, it seems to have more. And I'm doing air quotes value to follow family names and stuff like that. Because I think they all sort of point to some kind of a. At some point, they were, the Smiths were rulers or whatever they did, or we uh-huh. were farmers or something like that. Uh-huh. And and I think people give a lot more value to that than there really needs to be. I, yeah. I don't really uh-huh. think it means like. Well, well again, the, the it, You yeah. know, the somethings were, we were a family of sheep herders. Again, and yeah. like, it links identity okay.
0: to occupation. Do what? Again, linking yeah. identity to fucking occupation. Right. right? No, fucking, your, your last name is reflective of what you
3: do yeah. for work? Yeah. Yeah, it was their first big go at it. Mm-hmm. They hadn't they hadn't been doing it as long as some of the cultures they encountered and conquered. Yeah. So they haven't had that level they do not have that level of sophistication yet in that part of the human Is isn't,
2: isn't it interesting when you say a level of sophistication <clears throat> means that like it's it's hitting that realization that none of that shit matters? Right. Like, that's the, that's the interesting thing. Well,
0: it, right. it, yeah, and you could say, and when you say lack of sophistication, it's not a pejorative thing. It's not a pejorative it, thing. It, it isn't a negative right. thing. no, it's not it's, at all. things no. not being sophisticated, it really just means it's pragmatic as fuck. Yeah. That's
3: right, it's left brain. Because when I'm trying to make it through the Western Europe winter, and Zeus is hurling lightning bolts at me, I don't have time for bullshit. Yeah, Everything's got to result in my defense... My increased offense or my nourishment—that's it. One, two, three. That's it. And white people still live goofy like that. They go get houses in the suburbs and then put fences around them Mm -hmm. and shit. And no trust by design. They mean business too. Mm -hmm. Like it's silly. They still live that way. And it's okay. We'll get through it. We'll grow up. You know, both needs and perhaps those people from older cultures who don't understand how to marshal their resources. In a scalable, industrial way. Maybe they can learn that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, nothing wrong with it. Just got to need a little bit of both, you know what I mean? It's just time to grow up a little bit. And and then
0: even within the, the microcosm, compared to what all we're talking about on a global scale, that was uh, Western Europe, there was even within that structure, you yeah. had the very predatory, subjugative uh Drift of genetics and conquerors that mm-hmm. like yeah. like a lot of the, the druidic Celts like that that yes the pagan individuals they wasn't running a motherfucking muck it wasn't the same kind of shit they were yes very,
3: they That's were very a tribal. very interesting mm-hmm. distinguishing they were that I've very troubled to figure out and some some authors who I read have done the work on it but I have to be honest to say that I haven't ingested enough to know that I'm not just making it up when I say it but there is a difference there are people. In that part of Europe that are old too, that mm-hmm. are ancient, both ancient and Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say that as a fact. So that's a good, well, it's in, a good point to blood, say that everyone doesn't, yes, everyone doesn't fair exhibit helping. yes, doesn't exhibit the Cronus Complex. I think the Cronus Complex is particular to a very recent young group that Admixed with Neanderthals and experience the recent ice, the Wormian ice age, the most recent one. Mm. I think that, that that is a very small, like 1% of the 10%, if you will. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a very small group of people, but just like oil and water, that's all it takes mm. one drop. If you're willing to drop drop down from the highest level of sophistication in your humanity and behave like a tiger, you're gonna win. Yeah. As long as you're willing to be that violent, I don't think anyone else was because it was it was it took away our definition of what we were. It just ain't it ain't worth it to exist after you've existed that long yeah. at that level of sophistic- sophistication. It becomes your core identity. I think older cultures are like that. I'm not making an excuse for people getting their ass kicked. Yeah, you get conquered, you just got conquered. Yeah, but I am giving a catalyst for what may motivate the aggressor to act that way. Sure. And why you will, will inevitably see it, like, reach entropy, if you will. Well, All right.
0: And, and, I, and I would also like to say you just lit some little spark in my head that had me thinking about, like, this large-scale, over a long period of time, assimilation and killing off of the Neanderthals mm-hmm. by the conquering what becomes... You know Europeans in that area. Mm-hmm. There weren't there weren't Africans encountering Neanderthals. No. There's no there there is no African populations contain no Neanderthal DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asian populations and uh, what European like Caucasian populations mm-hmm. contain varying amounts of Neanderthal DNA. So they interacted with mm-hmm. them, but it's safe to say they're not motherfucking around anymore. So that was the very first real victim i guess you know there were so few of us doing our motherfucking thing that i guess whenever we encountered the neanderthals perhaps they were easily fucking duped
3: yeah a lot of people ask that and i don't know i know one of them one of those reasons has to be true that's a fascinating thing to think about but a lot of guys um graham hancock and um Other guys, they they talk about that. I don't like what they say because they always, again, it seems like to me they try to avoid the guilt of the portion of that um, ultra aggressive, ultra sophisticated identity that they take that they also have. I don't know why. I wouldn't be scared. I'm not. I'm not scared of all the dimensions of my. Ancient identity You know mm-hmm. Even the parts I'm like damn I wish we didn't lose You know Yeah. But they always Asked it about the And it seems like The the Neanderthals Must have been Less sophisticated I think they, could, they couldn't they could They weren't as cunning As us And I think yeah, that's I mean, what That's the what Area but, where they were Caught up to
2: a, Very yeah. resilient. resilient They were tough and Yeah say,
0: And I will also say Like Caucasian populations Is some tough Motherfuckers yeah. When you talk about Like pure endurance And like And And dis- Like what is it called? Uh, disregard for one's own well-being? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they make fun and say, like, the X Games and shit is white people stuff. Yeah. White people yeah. will do some do dangerous That, that rafting,
3: yeah. the, that style of rafting when, when white, you're on the rapids. Yeah. White water rafting. Right, right there, man, I think that they have a, I don't know if unique's the right word, but I think they have a, a, a singular propensity for that because they get a singular uh, fulfillment out of it mm-hmm. Traversing yep. Nature Where When nature is challenging to you Not just hanging out In the backyard But going to where It's challenging I think it Rings A memory In the genetics If you will Of certain white people And it's very uh, Satisfying for them To do that and I think that's that's Super cool Because mm-hmm. a, minute, a minute ago We mentioned We wanted, we made the point that Lack of sophistication Is not a pejorative pre- Definitely, I'm glad you said that, because I ain't like bashing on anyone, no, because no, no. the Core I-9 is certainly sophisticated, Yeah, and I know the <laughs> yeah, fucking the resources that it takes to make that, the precious metals, I mean, mm-hmm. some of which are only found in the Congo. And the well, the 97% Congo,
2: no. of the, the the rare earth metals come from China, so it, it's, yeah, it's definitely, I'm
3: sure they're in the Congo, but... well, whoa, 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 I shouldn't say they're only found in the Congo, Thank you for that. Yeah. Don't ever let me go. Thank you. The easiest place to get them is in the Congo.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Easiest,
3: the easiest, the easiest place to extract coltan is the Congo because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's unfucking contested. You just destabilize a couple of tribes, make them fight each other, yeah. and you go in there and save the day, and then meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, that the makes coltan. sense. Yeah.
2: Seriously. Yeah. It's not as easy. It doesn't to get look good now. It doesn't look. It doesn't look good to go and destabilize them now because in, in, in this age where all the economies are. Yeah. Very, you know, yeah, intertwined and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you we're playing you a almost, different game of chess. Yes, yes. you you, you have, have to get, do it, get it from that China way to anymore.
3: To like yeah. The, yeah,
0: yeah, these yeah. global contractors, down here here hiring mercenaries and shit. Yeah, they
2: China's probably getting some shit from. From there, you oh, know well, they're what I'm moving saying? in. Yeah, they're moving in. That's Have where they. Yes. Have you
3: the oil rigs they built yes. in North East Africa? Mm-hmm. They're not playing around. They're, they're moving are not,
2: in. They're not. I was looking at this map of where the Neanderthals, you, you know, lived, and it was uh, above
3: it's, the fifty fourth parallel. It's later. absolutely above the fifty fourth. I mean, it's it's way literally up there.
2: it's Spain, France, like yeah. Germany, all those places. It expands over into the Baltic areas and stuff like that. Yeah. But it doesn't touch Russia. Like it doesn't go into those areas. And so y- you think about that. Like the people that came from there, they are a resilient group because they, I feel like their battle was not just against nature and its elements, Mm -hmm. but it was against other people over there too. So I feel like they're for like, it's, you would you would have to expect that they have that conqueror type yes. of mentality on there.
3: Absolutely and well, it's not in like
2: in the in the grand scheme of things, it's not a very big area either. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So you almost have to be well like that. Whereas Africa's fucking and massive. You, ab- you
0: absorb <laughs> you absorb some very useful genetic traits yeah. by assimilating the Neanderthal mm-hmm. populations. Because if you retain that same Pragmacy, brain power, and ability to communicate, Mm -hmm. but add this endurance and physical resilience that a lot of Caucasian folks fucking Mm -hmm. have, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's different. Like, if you are from a resource-rich area, Mm -hmm. you can afford to build muscle mass... That facilitates some of the most amazing athletes and athleticism yes. on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. That doesn't detract from again the type of athleticism that's gained by assimilating like Neanderthals and enduring right. enduring the tundra and shit like that. But it's just a—it's very much a product of that goddamn environment. Mm-hmm. And then to go even further, like you talk about Nigeria, Senegal, those areas some of the most amazing athletes on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Nigerians are absolutely killing it in a lot of sports. I hate to admit it because this motherfucker's always locked in his shit. But uh, Adesanya, mm-hmm.
1: Israel, yeah, Adesanya, Israel Adesanya, is,
0: is arguably, I mean, if he's, John He's he like a fucking anime character. He's amazing. He's <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. incredible. Band. Yeah,
3: and he dances. Yeah. Yes, Part of the yes. reason he's so- Known as the style man, it was because he dances yeah. and he loves dancing. Which one of those things do you think is the oldest genetic impression on yeah. him? Oh, yeah, it's punching dancing. a motherfucker yeah. or that crazy way he moves. Yeah. Physical yeah. intelligence,
0: yeah. like that. But yeah. you look at, you know, West yeah. Africa in general, which is where a lot of the DNA that is manifested mm-hmm. in the United States amongst African American populations comes from. Mm-hmm. And you see that that was acted upon yeah. by fucking centuries of slavery and eugenics. Yep, yep. And then you get even more amazing shit mm-hmm. that comes out of mm-hmm. it. The best athletes on the motherfucking planet. Yep. The best artists on the planet. The best musicians on the fucking yes. planet. Mm-hmm. You know, I
2: want to, uh, and and I've got to get going, but uh, I want to, one of the things You've that got you- got an ice cream social to get to. I bitch. sure I do. <laughs> but one of the things that you said that I would like for us to be able to have a discussion on is there is a- you said physical intelligence right mm-hmm. so there's there's e q there's i q and I think that we should talk about p q whoa and talk about where that comes from like and and maybe if there's what a is way
0: called kinesthetic intelligence
2: i don't know what you'd want I mean, I'm think, just saying I physical think, quotient, but I think that there there does exist a difference between the different you know like African American, you know, black people, white people, like all the different things and let's try and look at what those without sounding like uh what's his name? Um who's that racist motherfucker? Um
1: I don't Darwin. know, a bunch of You ones. know,
2: was it was it Darwin that had the made that book of all the races and stuff yeah. like that, oh, you know? i like, saying?
0: uh what was it? Phrenology and shit when that was going on like yeah. you could read a, a motherfucker's head bumps and tell yeah, them Yeah, I'd be like well,
2: Yeah, I was like uh Well,
0: yeah, and, and that that was also like Part of the era where it, people yeah. were limited to being considered anthropologically as Negroid, yeah, Caucasoid, yes. or, Mongoloid. or Mongoloid. Yeah, yeah,
3: and I, I'm glad you you set it up that way because it's those practices which I think were more honest. Yeah, now we would say, "Oh, that's yucky and racist," but I think that somehow there's a couple of things in there between the extremely ridiculous mm-hmm. to what we how we understand things today that we we're kind of it's politically correct to leave out. Yeah, I think there was we were, an there, honest bid. Some, there's, yeah. yeah,
2: there's something there. That like when we could talk yeah, about like that, like that soulful moving, that's the right, way that we talked about like, like yeah. Israel being able to do, Yeah, there's, there's like, I don't there. think that everyone okay. has that ability to to. Be that, well, that's know. right.
3: They they do if they, you give them fifty thousand years yeah. uncontested, un, un um you know for resources, living and traveling, moving as a part of life. You know what I mean? But, Having to. But you know where we're at though.
0: We're we're on the cusp of meaningful gene manipulation yeah. at this oh, point yeah, in we human are. history.
2: Yeah,
0: we're on the fucking cusp of that. So we're gonna have to have the conversation. Whether we call it eugenics or not. And then also, if we ever plan on escaping this fucking planet, mm-hmm. we better get started now. And eugenics has to be part of the fucking yeah. formula because you got to design. It's going to be a certain type of you human that can only thrive. a fucking spacefaring yeah. human variant. Yep. That's what yep. the fuck you got to do.
2: Yep. That reminds me of oh. uh, that, God, that look, one movie. It's
0: unfortunate that I have to sp- well, it, it spread sounds, this
2: news to these people. But well, that's it's, what's, it's that one movie. Like, um,
0: Lance Armstrong is not equipped for the dangers of space <laughs> as much as he tried and succeeded for the time he was there. But, but there,
2: was, there was a there was a Netflix movie, and I think it, it's called The Like we're going to start with Michael it's called. I can't remember the name of it, but check this out. What this guy, what they did was they were saying like the resources on Earth are like failing, blah blah, blah. and they've been working for years to to create the perfect set of humans to go and populate Titan, and that's that's yeah, Jupiter's yeah. moon or something like that and because it had water and all this other shit. So they did all these trial tests and they were injecting with like he had fish gills and he had mm-hmm. all this other stuff and then the motherfuckers
0: like, was losing their minds. They were losing like, their
2: minds, but at the same time, like one one of the main characters he was like he's running a super high temperature, and so to for him to feel better, he got to a point where he thought, okay, maybe this I haven't died, the tests were fine, but like he got to a point where his, his body temperature rose so much, and he felt more at peace when he was resting underwater of his swimming pool just sitting there and but what he didn't notice is that he can sit underwater for like two hours you know what oh, i'm saying he didn't notice yeah. yeah he was just sitting there he just felt a lot better he was just like oh this feels so good you know what i'm saying and it was like all this was done so that they can send him to titan and they can start the new human race so it's funny you say that because we are not like the humans that are here now once we once we r- rape the world of all of its resources and stuff like that, we're gonna have to make new humans because we're not Whoa. we're not well, suited we, to, to and That, that what's is Too fuck scary
3: for to me. <laughs> hey, Y'all we just we, we the popped the open the can at the very <laughs> but, end of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I'll throw i one um, haymaker in there just for my own sake. And whoever that best better human being would be, I would imagine that that human being would have to have. The most efficient capacity to interface with sunlight. Yes. Yeah, and, and they're going to have to be.
2: They're going to have to be really good about being alone. That is the one thing that's going or, to make this this organism better. Or is that a you,
0: human that you can freeze and unfucking freeze. Well,
2: I, I say the alone part because you're you're starting <laughs> hey, you're starting oh, from shit. new. they are going to have to relearn. That's the simplest. Shit. Well, you're going to have to <laughs> relearn how, how to actually. You you're going to have to relearn how to actually make it without other humans being there. I can't so, believe y'all put me is be, with that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> solitude i think that's gonna be a, a you
0: have to create to a Nash human God that likes dude. being
2: alone like that's gonna be some wild Again, shit
0: or you just put that gene that fish gene that allows them to to uh freeze in a uh frozen fucking lake over the winter into a human being and put them put motherfuckers in capsules yep and, and make send sure them they wake up in 40 years
2: dude yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be another episode that we do. It's gonna turn Man, to some Joe. It just road. as long as in that planet. black. <laughs> he said, "Can we take care of the planet so we don't have to create a, another human?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, none, none of us are suited for for that mission. But uh, do we have any sort of shameless shout outs or anything like that? Um, I, I don't even know what to call we, this episode anymore. It's it's going to be a down the rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, thing. It, it is. Uh, we got to give a shameless shout out to Tyler Young at Grade Eight Performance. Mm-hmm. Always killing it. I saw him do uh, twenty pounds off of his weight class. Uh, the world record for uh, was it box press? I don't know. It's it fucking awful. Really? It's, yeah. It, like if it, it's all pointy and got ang. It's a box, but it's like full of weights. Yes, yeah, I don't think I'd like that. Pointy lesson. and shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it. You nope. don't want that in your life.
3: Nope. But yeah, how do they it, hold on to it though?
0: It, it's it, shit. It's just hard. Yeah. It the best you can. Huh. But he, uh, yeah, he's twenty pounds off of the the world record in his weight class, and to use his terms, once he got it up to you know shoulder, mm-hmm. to like press it, it was a smoke show. He pressed right. that shit like it was fucking nothing.
2: That's awesome, that's awesome. Um, I want to give a shout out a few to uh, Hefty Lefty Clubworks, our boy JP. I want to give a shout to uh, BT Lee's, that's a sauce god. Uh, dude makes the best sauce. I still got to get oh, you some. I'm man. telling you, he's a sauce god. Uh, and he texted me, and I know that I'd said this, but he said that now he's got the time that he is working on some suya seasoning and suya sauce, you know what I'm saying?
3: That's so really cool.
2: It's It's going to be – I can't tell if you're serious or not, Mark. I think it's cool. Okay, cool, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm really really excited to see. I it. can't read
0: human emotions.
2: Yeah, I'm working on, I'm working on getting involved so I can go to Titan, man.
0: But uh, I can taste colors, but I can't read facial <laughs> expressions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to those two. I do want to give a shout out to uh, to my stepdaughter. She worked out with me. Like she she literally said, "Hey, can we work out this weekend?" And I was like. You want to get huge with the old man? (laughs) You want to get all swole. You want to get all swole with your old man? Okay. (laughs) So we went and and worked out and, you know, we worked legs and she was a trooper and, she woke up this morning. I made her a protein shake. You know what I'm saying? And I was because yeah. I was like, "You're sore right now, aren't you?" She was like, "Yeah." So,
0: oh yeah, I gotta give a shameless shout out to uh, my girlfriend's son. He's oh, set, you worked he's him? Seven. Out. Yeah. He's, been, was he like, "I'm not calling
2: him dad, I, I, mom?"
0: <laughs> no, nah, he he be doing that shit to me all the time. That's awesome. I, it's just to fuck with me, yeah. I think. But like, I don't know what to say when he says it. Yeah. But yeah, You're I like, got him working even. out. I had him doing push ups. I had him doing reverse seated push ups. And then I had him wor- working the limited amount of, like, you know, combos and shit yeah. that I know as far as, like, kickboxing and shit. Hey. Concerned. But, hey, he was all over it. That's he cool. He loved that shit, and he's about to start tennis.
2: Oh, which God. Which is,
0: you know, tennis is fun and a motherfucker, yeah. for real.
2: He's going to, oh, man. He's going to get in the, with all the tennis boys and
0: yeah. be like, hey,
2: Winston. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the new Agassi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
0: Winston,
2: hey Winston, how's it going? <laughs> I don't know. I can't my, find my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find my inhaler. I don't
0: know why Winston's got an inhaler
2: because it's real white.
0: I don't know, but the only people I, I, I wish only I'd know one tennis. Winston and huh? he's black.
2: I don't. Tennis seems. I, I like the. I like the agility and all like that kind of stuff in tennis, but Kalou's Kalou's there's not enough power. Huh? There's not enough violence in tennis. That's all.
0: It's shit. If you watch Serena Williams play tennis. She's not violent.
2: She's she's beautiful when she's killing it.
0: She's killing it. Is she still playing right now?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, she but is. I know there's
3: some young up-and-comers that are- Yeah, like, better get ready. Better yeah, get ready. Which is a
2: beautiful thing to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going I, I'm, I'm to be, I'm excited to- violence. No, I, I, I just, was, I like hitting. It, I like, you it, know, people if, running into each other. If a so. motherfucker
0: threw a shuriken or two, like, and they had to dodge at it away, would you be satisfied then? Maybe. <laughs> well, Maybe. But we may have come up with a whole idea <laughs> for a sport.
3: That's precisely why I wish I played, because I didn't. I didn't- Think about it when I was you know in well, high
2: school do you know something the,
3: that wasn't contact
2: well, do you know the, the one of the new sports that I hope really goes on the rise <laughs> is people doing those like <laughs> they're in armor and shit like that, and they no. have swords and, and shit. They're
0: fighting like and they're larping
2: and shit. No, but it's for real. Like people are getting concussions and stuff like that. Oh, and they, It's like yeah, they fucking each
0: other up. They caving in a yeah, tin can. Because heads.
2: what 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 makes me what? what is satisfying to see about this is that when people see these knights in, in armor and stuff like that, they think that like it's a big finesse fight. Whenever they be out in these battlefields, yeah. no. no, you're like One you're hit. trying to take your your sword to pierce this stuff right here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, like, people are dying, like, real quick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Anything. they're not dying from the impact. You're bleeding out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. that is, Ooh. and you're seeing these dudes bleed out on the Dude. battlefield. So, when I see these these people fighting, and, like, they're cutting the, they're taking the points when you're struck. You know what I'm saying? And they're, like, hacking, hacking, like, hitting each other. But, like, they're they're giving you points by hitting parts where they know it would kill you. You know what I'm saying? If you took a sword right <laughs> here to your... To your bicep, no, it's not going to kill you. But like, they take one like under your armpit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or under these yeah. vital areas where it's like you'll bleed out fast. Yeah, that's where I'm just like, well, this is real. This why? is what it would be like. Why did
0: you just you brought that up and it then <laughs> opened up my mind to the thinking about how different cultures wage war and yeah. the fact that again, <laughs> goddamn, Western <laughs> Europeans had to have waged the most brutal battles oh on my each God. other because. They oh, had yeah. the heaviest sets of yes. armor and some of the craziest fucking oh, weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So to get through them suits of armor, you had to have been buck-ass yeah. wild on the shit. Yeah. If you look at anything even comparable for the era, like technologically, like you look at the the samurai mm-hmm. of Japan, their armor was like skew it it, by comparison it was a lot lighter it was precision based and
2: if you look at like even at the same time (coughs) shaka zulu he was known as a military innovator like his battle tactics and all that kind of stuff was very modern for that area but in the same time if you look at the area the time where shaka zulu it was in his you know height of power and he was doing all this rad shit with military and everything that same group would get their shit Fucked up if they were up in you know like England or something like that. That's what ended up getting them. It
3: was the Gatling gun. It was the Gatling gun. Yes, it was that kind of stuff. Where they're like, oh shit, I thought we were on the level. In the the book, I'm always bringing up uh, the Iceman Inheritance. He uses a a, a comparison of some Western um, civilization fighting with the Chinese and how the Chinese were like, okay. Well, these people are different because yeah. they kept coming back. You know, the war would last and during the war, you would innovate. You know, mm-hmm. by the end of the war, you have this better weapon mm-hmm. that you may... And the Chinese, their their boats, they had this really fast and narrow boat that no one could fuck with. But they could but catch fire quickly. by people. Yeah. And the Europeans, I forget what they did, but they did something. And, and I forget how he states in the book, but he made the point that they have this tendency to multiply power in a destructive way and it's very curious yeah. the combustion engine as much as we all enjoy our vehicles it's it's a violent explosion yeah. that they're exploiting mm-hmm. it's really interesting but the way that the Chinese would do their boats they were powered by people mm-hmm. and they were really fast and agile and yeah. no one messed with them on the water yeah. but later on, if later on toward the end of the war the Europeans get this like steam or something it was powered by something and the Chinese were just like they couldn't believe yeah. what they were willing to do to get like to multiply power.
2: Yeah. It's, I mean, that, that was the same curious. thing was on, that was with the Japanese, like, if you, during World War Two, the Japanese Zero, that was one of, that was an extremely fast fighter, yeah. but it was largely made of wood. And so it was really easy, like, if really? one got up on you, it was quick as shit, you know what I'm saying? But you can take one of those down, like, like it was nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really crazy thing about that where we have these metal airplanes and stuff like that. Yeah. They're doing the same thing, but with wood. You know what, what I'm saying? What
3: what um what is this fighting and armor you're talking about? You saying it's getting popular, like people are really doing that. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: like arena combat in yeah. full suits of armor with dulled weapons. Yeah. Whoa. Like, going, it's like awesome. the bludgeoning implements are still. There's that
3: one guy on YouTube that's like obsessed with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, man, nobody could probably Look, I wouldn't
0: be surprised if if Kalu didn't show up with some elf ears and a a fucking Morningstar. Because (laughs) in West End. You would wreck some shit with a Morningstar. There's some guys
3: that LARP, it seems like, every weekend over in in West End, Nashville, man. You got to see it. Let's roll up on them. It It looks like like, a movie is being shot. If they
0: click want to do battle with our click, (laughs) (laughs) we fucking run
2: up on them. How about you and your team versus me and the revolution?
3: It's just like, what? Yeah. shoot the J, <laughs> yeah shoot the Jade.
2: mark do you have any shameless shout outs or anything
3: um yes shameless shout out to angie narod um i never say angie's last name correctly but she listens to the podcast really and gives me feedback. beautiful yeah i think that's really friendly yeah I, I don't, i'd love to have them on if, if, if
2: she'd ever want to if she ever oh yeah anything i've, important been, to talk I've about.
3: invited her so that'd be, yeah, that'd be great. She's, she's here in town so okay yeah. oh here in bowling green
2: yeah oh yeah would love to would yeah. absolutely love to all right, guys. This was certainly us going down the rabbit hole. Um, it's and, and I really I think we needed one of these because we haven't done one in a long time. And the last rabbit hole episode we did, I think you were there anyway. Or oh, no, yeah. it was maybe one maybe. with Heather. I think we we uh, gone the ra- down the what, rabbit hole. with What her.
3: constitutes a rabbit hole episode? Where
2: we'll touch on a bunch of different. We'll we'll go multiple layers deeper than what people would think that we're doing. We, we is, is it difficult for the audience?
3: Do what? Is it difficult for the audience? Is there is uh well is it's necessary the thing is to distinguish
2: no episode that we do I'm doing it for them. Oh, I'm doing it because it helps me. Listen, it's it's a good brain exercise for me. So yeah, I am like what I want people to see is my growth and all that kind of stuff and what Chris wants is something different, what you want is going to be something different. So it's I just
0: I, I enjoy the it's, we always say we, we don't give people a platform for, for them to speak they bullshit like they dogma. But in that same breath, I can't say that this hasn't provided me a platform. Not so much to like reach people. Like I don't even feel like that whenever I'm talking necessarily that this is about reaching people. This is about stepping outside of myself or what yeah. I think myself is and legitimately trying to objectively discuss things without there being one iota of like
2: judgment yeah personal judgment of some
0: shit associated with it and don't get me wrong i know i come on here and i got some strong viewpoints on some shit and i say some questionable things but the overall theme of this for i think anybody in this motherfucking room Mm -hmm. is that it's it's all about the the pursuit of information yeah and e- exploring our own minds and shit. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Because truthfully, I, I literally save all this thinking and brain power for these episodes. Like, I, I look forward to Sunday and, like, truthfully, I'll, I, I may bring up an idea or oh, this is something I'm thinking about, but I'll literally try and save as much energy as I can for it, and, you know, until now,
0: He did, or at he least eat three little cups of applesauce before he yeah. come here. I was just <laughs> like, need all the brain power.
2: <laughs> you know, but, yeah, I definitely
0: don't eat before coming
2: here. Huh? No, I mean, so that's that's he don't kind use of why. A spoon.
0: I do, he just peeled a spoon. He just full bag, squeeze it. it right in his fucking mouth. I won't. I've
2: done it before. <laughs> I'm they not ashamed. His
0: pathfinder floorboard right now. No, <laughs> I don't need the. I don't need the
2: car. It's rule number one. I but don't need the car. Nope. All right, guys. Uh, I, I do want to make the, uh, another announcement here. Um, Obviously, you know that we have our donation page up, and so we are taking donations right now. So please go to slash deck the halls. Uh, make a little donation to us, help us out so we can help other people out. Again, these donations are going to go towards helping people get food for the holidays, get any kind of supplies, purchase socks for the homeless. Uh, also, we're going to be helping towards people. Uh, paying their like uh, co-pays for mental health visits because during this time seasonal depression is get it, it gets pretty high uh so if there's any way that uh you think of that you can help people out and maybe want to do it through us please let us know we'd love to work with you But this is what we're going to do. We're going to really try our hardest to make people's uh, holiday season a a little bit more bearable. So we would love to have your donation. Once again, that's www.thesalumas.com slash deck the halls. Yeah, don't be stingy, bitch. Yeah, please don't be stingy. And with that, uh, please, as usual, whoop all the ass this week. Do something great for someone. And uh, we'd love to hear some feedback or anything from you. You guys know where to find us. And we are out. Peace.